This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. All right, DGens, welcome back. It's the Charles Schwab Challenge DFS Picks and Prediction Show with your boy, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve? It's 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 lace. You're making me go lace. It is. I'm sorry that uh, I'm coming off a podcast where we talked for an hour and a half about Rory McIlroy. Uh, Did you really talk an hour and a half about Rory? I mean, we spent a very significant. Me and Andy spent a very significant chunk of it talking about Rory and what it means, and you know where he kind of goes from here. We we took. It wasn't all positive, and you know, it should be based on that that digest article uh, I read earlier today. Oh, what was that about? It's about him uh, basically saying, I'll, I'll, we can talk offline, but it's basically okay. him saying, like, you know, I, he just, he, he knew he was mentally fragile. He got on the tee on Friday and he was like, oh man, or Saturday, whatever it was. Like, I, I'm like, damn, I'm like 10 strokes behind Brooks. Like, I'm not going to win. Mm-hmm. I he mean, called himself, he called himself mentally fragile. I was like, oh shit, that's not good. Well, you know, the first step of crawling out of that mental hole is admitting that you have a problem. That's, that's right. So first step is admittance. There's a lot of, well you know, steps, you, there, there's a lot of different ways to look at the fact that he looked like kind of dog shit for four days and yet still finished T7. And he looked happy on Sunday, by the way. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it helped playing with Michael Block and yeah, having, so you know, a lot of energy. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, kind of having this hangdog attitude, just, oh, I'm playing like shit, but then kind of can just enjoy what's happening next to him. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Whatever. he should just continue to play with Michael Block, uh, uh, you know, after, after every turn. I, hey, he's getting invited to everything now. So he's got, he got invited to the Canadian Open a couple of weeks too. I so. saw that. And Rory's, Rory's going to be at that event. So maybe they're, together feature, again. maybe they're in feature groups. Listen, I would, I would not be surprised at all. The feature groups at this fucking tour puts out is a joke anyway so i 100 expect michael block to be on a feature group yeah 100 he's 100 missing the cut this week by the way yeah they actually put out odds of uh will he make the cut i think yes was minus 200 and it immediately got bet up to like minus 300 oh shit i was like oh my god where <laughs> let me go by that right now <laughs> well i mean was it minus 300 at the president's cup that uh we bet to, uh U.S. to win, so it's very true. You know very that's true. one way for me to break out of my slump is just lay minus three hundred on a feel good story to uh, crash. Maybe and burn. just maybe just make that our only bet of the week. Man, the card. Man, Mike we block. Golf Town's so easy, <laughs> so easy. Whale play, <laughs> whale play. There you go. Fucking yeah, whale play. All right. Well, listen, fucking it's uh we're back in Texas. Uh, it's the Charles Schwab Challenge. Let me ask you something. So, I read something today. I don't know if I brought this up last night or not. Um. But like for the last like ten or thirteen times, the winner has already had a PGA Tour win. Uh looking back at the winners, yeah, yeah. I mean, bad. what last year it was Burns. Uh, Burns. You Friars, had Kokrak. You had uh, Berger, Spieth, Kevin Na, no. Justin Rose. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I think just the fact that iron play is so important at this event, and everything's kind of limited off the tee is. It just comes down to how basically how you hit them, and the best players in the world are the best iron players, and there's no real fake in that. So yeah, it makes but sense. Burns, Burns, and Burns and Kokrak are are bombers. They're bombers, but they're good iron players too. What I mean is, 
it with colonial yeah there are some opportunities to be aggressive off the team i think we've seen it a little more and more but overall though it kind of tells you where you need to hit it at this place mm-hmm. and sometimes that requires less than driver at that point so it just comes down to are you good course fit for this place do you play some of these other events you know they're similar to this place pretty good i mean there's a couple of bombers in this field that play a lot of these shorter tracks like austin or innisbrook or Harbor Town or PJ National or Seattle, they still play it pretty good. So that's kind of what I look for this week. Uh, another thing I look for too is I, I mentioned last night that while it does kind of handcuff you off the tee a little bit, and sometimes your total strokes gain at the tournament is really factored by off the tee, I did want to look at how you actually drive the ball here okay. because I and I did find that there's some guys who kind of struggle off the tee at Colonial that it kind of correlates to them not doing so great in this tournament. And it kind of helped me explain why a guy might be a good course fit here and why he just has never had success. And it's usually because just off the tee, it might be a little uncomfortable or awkward for him. So that is going to be mentioned a couple times uh, tonight. Okay, perfect. All right, well, let's just jump right into it then. So uh, above 10K, what's funny is, is 11.5 Scotty, easily, like clearly the highest of like over 20% is I don't see it changing. Like, because once you get down to 7,500 and below, you can just mix and match. You can, you can write whatever narrative you want. Um, so what do you think about Scotty being the highest owned? I mean, he's five to one betting or four to one betting, depending where you can get him at. Uh, it's Texas. He was in the mix. Uh, I just talked to Cam on uh, outright idol. What do you think the mental, do you think the mental toll of playing a major the week before will affect these guys? Especially I mean, did, bad I mean, weather, I, tough course, long week. Well, it's not going to be bad weather. Well, 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 bad weather last week. You mean? Right, 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 right. So, well, it didn't really affect the guys of the RBC Heritage, right? Because yeah. Patrick, Spieth, Scheffler, Cantlay, Xander, yeah. they're all yeah. in the mix. Okay. So, right. so th- that's why it was a question. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to affect these guys at all. And I, I, okay. I think just looking at this field, too, like it reminds you of the Canadian Open last year where you had yeah. like. Like, Rory you know, seven, eight, nine, ten really good guys, and then yeah. the rest is just big drop off. So, I think just the fact that Scheffler hasn't finished outside the top 12 in forever, and he's hitting the ball yeah. great, and it's Texas, and he's been awesome here. Like, can you just pencil he's, in a T8 at 11 5 and just kind of figure it out from there? You see, you're sure. them. Um, we'll talk about his outright price. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, I, I, I found some inconsistencies based on some other things have been other tournaments where that dog shit field. Tomorrow conversation. Fine, 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 fine. All right, but as far as him being the chalkiest play above 10k, will, will you? Would you play it? And how comfortable are you with it? I mean, I'm very comfortable playing him. I think right. I'm just more worried about roster construction at that point because I, I think after once you get past Ricky, it <laughs> like the difference between Ricky and. There's a $200 between, difference between Ricky and Denny McCarthy. Yeah. Like, that seems, a, you know, not much for how I view those players. I mean, there's, there's you know, Cam Davis down there, but he's Chuck. Yeah. Do you want to go down the Minwoo Lee train again? Yeah. I don't know if I do. Got Brian Harmon yeah. down there. So, like, it Although seems top like... Although, top 20 a, at PGA, man. Who? Cage? Who? No, Minwoo. I know. So, it seems like a difficult track. He does pretty well. But, like, when he goes to yeah. some of these other places, it has not gone all that great for him. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I think it's it's saying, okay, do you think Scotty's going to finish like top four or five here? And then maybe you get lucky with, I don't know, a Cam Davis or maybe go down to like Fleetwood as your other guy 
you know, maybe he can steal a win or something. So it just depends on kind of who you like, but I think Scheffler is as rock solid at this place and as anybody. So, you know, I, I, I think we've tried playing the fate Scotty Scheffler or fade, like the big Uber favorite, big fish at the top. And it has never really worked. So. Oh, it's, it's it's definitely worked, and don't ask me to recall when it does. I can pull it up later, but it definitely worked at, at a couple places. But yeah, for the most part, it's it seems like suicide. Okay, all right. So breaking the rest of this ten thousand dollar range. So Hovland and Morikawa are yeah. probably. I'm surprised that Hovland has about the same ownership as Morikawa, though, considering Hovland just did very well at uh, the PGA. Morikawa, he had a good Sunday, but otherwise, he's done really nothing. Yeah, for uh, the last month or so. So, why do you think Morikawa and Hovland are basically drawing the same ownership this week? So, I mean, I think it's probably like people are like, you know, how much is sixteen going to affect Vic, right? And it seems like he is kind of forming his game to be in contention in majors. And listen, if it's going to be a positional golf course, so you don't need to be extra long and maybe accurate off the tee and good with your irons, then that's a Morikawa. Course, right? I mean, that's, I mean, that would be my guess on, on why people are thinking that. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, Hobbling can do a lot of similar things. It just, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Maybe, maybe people have a short memory. Like, well, I have a very long memory. I remember where I bet Hobbling at RBC Heritage and didn't bet first round leader. Uh, and then saw him lead after the first round. And I feel all great about my outright. And then he craps the bet over on Saturday. So I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I was surprised that Morikow was. Uh, drawing the higher, I mean, because I like Morikawa a lot this week. But you know, he he, he doesn't matter. I mean, look, he, he pops in everybody's model too. I mean, you got to think about that. He does right? with the so ball that's, that's another and, and he has that second right. place finish after uh, the COVID break, and everybody watched that. Yeah, you know, because it was it was everybody's back, golf is back, right. and it was a good finish there. It was a so beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, I like Morikawa. I mean, Finau seems like he's drawn a little bit of a discount too. I mean, I'm only seeing 14 percent right now. For his ownership, and you know, I, 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 you know, the fact that he was so popular at Oak Hill, and he basically quit over the weekend. Yeah. Um, but he's awesome here. So, yeah, I mean, and it's a small boy course, right? Like, I mean, it just is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, I mean, it's very, it's very similar to Rocket Mortgage last year when he won. Like, a, like a, a, a few big names, like a Sung Jay who, or who, run, who runs who who won Rocket last year? He did. Tony Fino won. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you want to like twenty five under. So, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, it's no, well, on, I mean, it doesn't. It's not a party fest like that. But I mean, it can be the Justin Rose year. It was he won a twenty under. I'm not seeing very tough How weather conditions that? this week. What's that? How long ago did Rose win here? Twenty nineteen, I think. Twenty eighteen. Was it nineteen? Maybe okay. maybe it was seventeen. It was the year he reached world number one, and Brooks yeah, finished second. Yeah, it, it was uh, Rose one, and Brooks was second. It was actually a pretty good final round. Uh, yeah. I think I think Rom was in the mix too. It was like, it was actually a pretty okay. good tournament there. So, I mean, it can be. I, just, I like Cologne. I feel like Cologne always gives us a good tournament. Yeah, it usually does. I mean, they're they're gonna it, it needs a little bit of a facelift, but they're gonna rip the place up after this. So, I, know. I, I think more of the story is. Yeah, I mean, there's only one guy who is really contrarian. That's Max Homa, and that's kind of an ugly click. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get there with Max, man. I feel like I don't know. You've played Max at Max tracks. That's it. Like I feel like California, you know, Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. If he gets back to Potomac, maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, like if you're looking at comp courses, the only one I can see. Him having the only one he's had success is is uh, Valspar. Oh yeah. Other than that, 
And that's 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 what Burns did real well too. Yeah, it well, is. That's you know, two in row. Jason Kokrak too. Kokrak too. Yeah. You know, that's funny. Well. Burns and Kokrak both courses. Yep. Yeah. What's exactly. what's fair, what's similar about Burns and Kokrak? I think I think it's off the tee. I think with Innisbrook, it's gotta be. Innisbrook could really limit you. It's very tight and tree lined. Yeah. Everything is right out in front of you. The only answer is there. That's basically colonial. A lot of dog legs too. So I, I I definitely looked at Innisbrook this week as far as um, a golf course that uh, I wanted to look at as far as a what did Burns did Burns play that uh, that event out in Vegas that Kokrak won the CJ Cup when was it Shadow oh, Creek Shadow Creek yeah did Burns uh, play that maybe I don't know I just wonder yeah. if he did well there too because Kokrak won do you know what I mean I mean Morikawa did okay that week yeah. Xander did okay but Xander, Xander always does well at Fazio yep. courses. Uh, Russell Henley did well, but Russell Henley stinks at this place. Well, so I don't know. I, I I I wouldn't call that a good comp. But okay, no, I was just I was just curious because of the the, the correlation between Kokrak and Burns yeah. at both courses. But anyway, but anyways, with right. Homa, like of the comp courses I listed, he's the worst of the five. He's the worst tee to green at these comp courses of the five. His irons have gone to to hell, and I think I I can't remove that his face walking by me on Saturday, just looking miserable. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It seems like maybe he's struggling with something right now. And I think there's better ways to go contrarian, especially with some of these top four options above him, or even just with speed too. I, I think I mean, speed's not contrarian. He's going to be Uber. No, no. What, what I'm saying is, I mean, going home and fading the other guys, I'd rather Try and be cute down the road, down the card there, I got you. instead of doing that. So I, I probably, I know, I know this is a cop out answer, but I'm probably just avoiding home in this range. No, that's fine. Listen, I'm with you. I'm 100 percent with you. Okay. So. All, All right, right, listen. Before we before we jump into any other ranges, listen. Uh, Edge Boost, man. Have you guys signed up for it yet? If not, you're missing out. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now pay later Visa card, similar to buy now and pay later programs. It was called Layaway back in the day, guys. Uh, for anybody who is not our age, uh, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and payback the advance over four weekly installments. That's right, zero percent interest. Simply deposit funds into your account, and Edge Boost will match the deposit, so you can use two. Times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers $2,500 in advances, up to $2,500 you can add to your bankroll. And go to sportsgamepodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamepodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 or older to use and only valid in legal gambling sites, states, not sites. <laughs> Problem gambling. A 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you, did you, are you, you're a little younger than me. Do you remember Layaway? No, I don't. Because maybe you weren't poor. The uh, so basically, <laughs> the uh, you like I remember going into. Do you remember, do you know what Bradley's is? No, I don't. All right, what about Caldor's? Okay, just get to the chase. All right, you. Hey, fuck it. It's like a Walmart, right? But it was like a local Walmart, and like your parents would like get the Christmas gifts, and you basically go pay like weekly, like to get get them like leading up to December. So like my parents would like put Christmas gifts in like. August, and they would go pay like weekly, bi-weekly, whatever. Like I don't know if they charge juice or not, but it was basically a way to like slowly pay for their Christmas gifts. It's nice. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that there before I say something insulting. You, you elitist prick. Yes. <laughs> I can only imagine the uh, the interest rates they were charging your parents to, uh, you know, finance Christmas at that point. Yeah, exactly. Can you hear? The, can you hear this? Ridiculous torrential rain outside of my house. I don't know how good. No, I can't. Is. It is insane. Hmm. Okay, it's insane right now. Yeah, we'll see. Bad you don't own a raincoat. 
I don't because I don't no. go outside when it rains. No. All right, nine thousand dollar range. I'm just gonna cut right to the chase. Let's do it. Um, for DFS purpose, Sam Burns is the play in this. Yeah, match. I agree. E- easily. So listen, yeah, he's been bad lately, but this is kind of what happens with Sam Burns. He kind of goes up and down. But of all those comp courses I mentioned yesterday, uh, these are his last finishes at all of them. So T15 at Harbortown, win at Austin Country Club, six at Valspar, cut at Travelers last year, win at Colonial, win at Valspar, T13 Travelers, win at Valspar. I, I, know, yeah. I know we call him like a very long hitter, but it, he definitely has a golf course type. And these are his types of golf courses. And, you know, I, I considered an outright on him just unexpectedly. I did notice through his career, though, he kind of shows a little something before the win. That's why I was in the, you know, bet him at the match play there. Uh, I think another solid top 20 finish, top 15 finishes in the cars, and maybe a little bit higher, too, at a good golf course for him at 6% ownership. So, yeah, listen, I'm with you. I, I like, uh, we can talk about him on the betting show tomorrow. Maybe. Maybe he's both, right? Maybe he's a good outright play and a good pivot in DFS mm-hmm. because he just plays well at these tracks. I was gonna, I was gonna mention you play Homer at Homer tracks. Maybe we just play Burns at Burnsy tracks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe that's what we do. I mean, the, the guy wins, uh, and he wins at the same courses sometimes. So why not? Ninety seven hundred, right below a uber chalky uh, speed. I think that's a real good pivot play, especially since he looked so terrible last week and and at the Wells too. Yeah, like what about just starting Spieth Burns at that point? Chalky option, contrarian right there, because I think Spieth Sungjae might be a good, you know, popular starting point, or you know, Hovland Sungjae or Hovland Rose, you know, you know that sort of combo. Go Spieth Burns or something, and then there you go. You already differentiated right there a little bit. So yeah, I mean, you could even go, you could go uh, Scotty Burns. You could do that and then just skip the entire AK range. AK range. I'm, I'm cool. I'm probably cool with this. Yep. I think there's a lot of really bloated prices down there, which we'll get to. Um, all right. So anything else, like any reason to go away from speed at the popularity and the, I, I feel like it's kind of the same conversation we have with Scheffler. Yeah. Horse for course, Texas. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, he ended up having such a good ball striking week somehow last week and he had the wrist injury. So yeah. Coming out of that rough too, as long as he didn't re-injure it, like like snapping his wrist in half coming out of that shit. Like, right. I mean, I don't hate it. I, mean, yep. listen, I don't hate it. I mean, you just got to pick which chalk you're going to go with. You can't go, you can't go Scotty Spieth at all. But going Spieth Burns is one way to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. all right. Sanjay's uber popular. So is Rose. So is Tommy. This nine K range is getting fucking. Peppered. It it is. So I get I guess of Sungjae Rose and Fleetwood, who are you most gun shy about? Oh, who am I most gun shy about? Um yeah. like who's gonna blow up with the three? That's tough, man. I I think I want to go with Sunjay. I don't necessarily think Rose or Fleetwood will blow up because they're not like blow up type guys. Maybe Rose is a little bit. Um mm-hmm. but I think Catch a little, catch a little flop lag with Sanjay. He's got good course history here. Typically, he's all around good. It was just a disaster for him. Prior to that, man, the dude was firing on pretty much all cylinders. He scores good in DK. Um, yeah, so why not? Like, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think I like Sanjay the best out of them. Yeah, I, I like Sanjay the best out of them. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. 
Um, I think this is a good golf course for him. I think I talked about last night about how a lot of these tee shots require uh, fades off the tee, and that's his go-to shot. Uh, his iron play has been really up and down, which is concerning, but I can see some spike weeks with him. Good bent grass putter. Um, you know, I think his results have been a little mixed. I think he's had like a T12 and a T10 with two missed cuts. But yeah. he is low, good enough for me. But he's lower owned at this point than Rose, which is going to be close to 20 and Fleetwood who has one career finish here. And you know, it was okay. Uh, he didn't perform very well at the tee. I'm wondering if that has to do with the fact that he normally hits a draw and that's not the optimal shot shape here. So no. I think I probably would go Sonja with those other two. And I think with Rose, <clears throat> you know, I I've, I've been around the block enough times with golf gambling and stuff like that. Like I, I've seen a lot of times where, has a really good major finish and we're all excited about him for his next start. And he kind of finishes like T 35 or something 30 or misses the cut. Right. And he's got the Memorial coming up. That's a golf course where he's won at before. I mean, he's one. I guess he's one here before too. So I get, that's a bad argument, but yeah. um, I don't go with that. All right. And then any thoughts on Siwoo at this place? He's bad here. He was bad at, tri- at uh, Craig ranch though. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good based on how I want to build the roster. Like, I'm fine. Skipping him. Okay. All right. Uh, Why don't we take another break and then uh, we'll finish breaking down these tiers. Sounds good. I said Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. It's almost over, boys. So, you guys got to go make sure you get an amazing 50% off so you can also get the chance to win 500 bucks. Shady Rays got you covered from the sun to the Slopes to the golf course uh, with premium polarized shades. Shady Rays got durable frames and clear optics for outdoor adventures. If you lose a break up here, even on day one, they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. And if you don't like them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. So there's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays got you covered uh, as well. We ship to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Uh, so go to shadyrays.com, use code SGPN for 50% off two, two or more pairs of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over. Make sure to take your receipt to sportsgamepodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win 500 bucks on the Shady May contest. Okay. $8,000 range. I'll kick it over to you. Yeah. Um, who are a couple of guys you like in this range? Uh, so he's chalky, but Cam Davis, man, like this should be, this should be great for him. I like him as an outright too. Um, decent course history here. I think he top 10 here last year. Um, yeah, man, been playing really well. Problem is, is he's chalky, right? And if you start Scotty Burns, it's, that's a real tough build. So, uh, but I, I like Davis if you're not building it that way. Uh, yeah, I would have liked Jaeger, but he's uber chalk as well. Um, I think I'll go back to Taylor Moore. Um, solid putter, um, decent mid to short iron player, and he's good off the tee, and you're getting you know sub 10% ownership. Okay. Yeah, I, I like Taylor Moore. I think he's just solid. Like I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I, I think it was maybe Quill Hollow I liked him. Yeah. Where like it's kind of like with Sahit Tagala where there's some really good like iron weeks and there's some really bad iron weeks. And that's why he kind of doesn't really show very well in the model sometimes. Um, but I like a lot of his finishes. I think he's just a solid, no nonsense golfer. And like I mentioned, some ownership discount. Uh, I don't mind that. Um, I might take the cheese on Ricky this week. Now why he's got a terrible history here. It's not, so if you actually look back at his history, a lot of it is when he was just shitty. 
But okay. when he was decent, he's got a T5 here. He's got another T12 here. And those are usually around those times when he's actually playing well coming in. And okay. yeah, except for the, you know, the blip at Oak Hill last week, he was playing relatively well. He's, I mean, statistically checks first everything you're looking for. Efficient yeah. T to green. Approach good, to you green. Know, yeah. Good yeah. iron player, great bankrupt putter. I think this weather conditions this week means it's going to be a little more of a putting contest and his putter has been working for him. Dude, Thor is outside of my house right now. I well, I can't hear it, so that's my, house, my, my desk literally rumbled. Okay. Um, Sorry. Sorry. So, so Russell Henley is popular this or no, he's actually not popular this week. I've heard his name flow. No, he's not popular. A bit, though. So yeah. do you think that's a good pivot play potentially? Because this is a golf course it. that, you know, he should theoretically do well at, but he's only played here once. Yeah. You would think he finished and it wasn't very good. You think if this was a destination spot for him, he would show up more. Like yeah. is it maybe just scheduling conflicts he didn't show up, or maybe just I don't know. played in 2018. He's like, Yeah, I'm I'm good. Probably. And, and, like I'm never a Henley guy, so yeah, I'll pass. Okay. Um I take I take I take Denny at similar ownership for a hundred dollars cheaper. I probably would too. He's really well, he's been he's bad here too. Is he? Yeah. yeah, he's he's really bad yeah, here. Yeah. He's got a T27 at least. All right, how about how about I throw this one? He he's very low on. What about going to Brian Harmon as no. a pivot from like Steven Yeager? What? No. No. Okay, he finished what T7 in Heritage recently? Yeah, it's not a golf reason. It's the fact that he was a dick to uh all the <laughs> volunteers at TBC Sawgrass and uh okay. he will never get my support. So fuck that guy cuz he's an asshole. And if you listen to Brian Harmon, go fuck yourself. You're not better than normal people. Okay, well, I'll say something nice about Brian Harmon. Uh, I don't expect you to really do well at Quell Hoddle. I don't expect you to do well at Oak Hill. Maybe some people who didn't do the research expect you to do well at Oak Hill last week. You had no chance. But now you got a chance at Colonial at a golf course you've been very good at, and you just showed that you finished seventh at Heritage, and you had a whole bunch of good finishes last fall at some of these shorter tracks, too. It's true. So I know you still got it in, yeah. It's true. Uh, I actually kind of I don't mind Brian Harmon and DFS this week just taking a stand on given the course history, the really low ownership, and he has at least shown some form recently within the last month. Karma God's going to get you. He's a prick. Okay, fine. Fine. All right. <laughs> great, great hard-hitting analysis there. <laughs> um, I mean, Cage Lee looks good in the models, but he's been yeah. really bad here. Bad here, yeah. Okay. I don't really have any more thing left to say. Honestly, I, I like if, if you skip the AK range yeah, and yeah, avoid yeah. like Chalk Davis, yeah. Chalk Jaeger, Chalk yeah. Ricky. Even. What can go wrong with Chalk Jaeger, by the way? Hilarious. Yeah, and you know what? I, I'm just looking at the ownership with Ricky too. Yeah, it's super high. I think that's more of a bet instead of a DFS play because that that can go really wrong. So, okay. all right, let's move on to the 7K range. All right, who you like in this range? Let's go just from 75 to 85, or not 75, 75 to 8K. Okay. Um, what happened to all the love of Harris English? Saw her last week. Gone. 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 Everybody just abandoned him. Yep, that's it. Okay. It's a flop lag, baby. Fine. Let's go back to them this week. This is more of yeah, a get flop lag. Absolutely. So the only thing that kind of scares me a little bit about that is he, he, he hasn't he's got a T20 in 2018, and that's it. He's got a miscut and hasn't played since then. I know. Well, yeah. Yeah. listen, I mean, he's pretty good at these types of tracks, though. I can't believe you oh. didn't pimp your boy, because I'm I, I, I'm, I have him highlighted here, too. Okay. I think he's perfectly fine at a golf course like this. Stinks. He does stink, but you know what? This is kind of a stinky track. 
So, and I listen, if if he just does what he normally does and has like a top 35 finish, not bad. Thing. 70 fucking 700. No, it's not good. Okay. Well, you know what? At his ownership, though, no thanks. I'd rather have Harris English at, at 6% than Bazane, who's at 16. So <laughs> you always say Gazintek. I love you. The, um... <laughs> um, I, I think I'm good on Grio. <laughs> Of, or yeah, avoiding Grio with that ownership. I think I'd rather go play Chalk Grio. Yes, Chalk Grio. Always I'd rather go play Smalley at 7% right below him. Good showing at Oak Hill. The ball striking yeah. numbers are starting to look really good. I good see that. here last year. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather do Smalley at half the ownership than Emiliano Grio. What about Todd? Todd's fine. I think he's drawn double digits, though, but I like Red and Todd. Two, two top 10. Yeah, he's always, good. He's 10 always 10. good here. Yeah. And he's not like he's not. I mean, he's barely over double digits. Yeah, I mean, I, I like his. He's been hitting the ball like absolute garbage lately. Yeah. So that's a little bit right. concerning. But yeah, I mean, the proof is kind of in the pudding. The last couple trips here, yeah. I think I had a top, I, read, I think I had a top twenty on him last year, and that paid out pretty nice. Yeah, I I think I read this is like the tenth or thirteenth most sticky course history thing, which is fuck me a bazillion times this year anyway. So maybe I should just stop. That makes sense. I mean, it's a uh, no-nonsense golf course. Everybody's played it for a long time. And, yeah, what's going to be fun, though, is next year when they completely overhaul the place, all your course history is going to go right out the window. Right out the window. Well, it's going to be completely new greens, too. Nobody's going to know oh, really? how to read these things. And I didn't yeah. know they were doing the greens complexes, too. Oh, they're rebuilding everything. They're uh, New greens are putting sub-air under all of them. They're basically doing to Colonial what they did. Colonial, be- Colonial better hope that they give them an elevated event here based on where they're at in the schedule. Or uh, they could pump a shit ton of money in this golf course and go belly up. Well, I don't know. I mean, it worked for Oak Hill, putting a bunch of money into it, and they got the PGA Championship, so. Shit. Okay. Are you okay? Do you need me to, like, come give you a hug? No, that shit was close. Dude. Listen, man, I don't fucking want a tree fall in my fucking roof. Do you, want, do, you, do you want me to sing the Thunder Buddy song to you? That oh, everything's gonna do be you know okay? the Thunder Buddy song? I vaguely remember it. <laughs> yeah. F you, Thunder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Fuck Mike exactly. Wahlberg. He's a douchebag. Right. Anyway. He yeah. rang the fucking bell or whatever they do in Vegas. So not only did he, did he have the Vegas Knights thing going, he, was, he put a Dallas Stars jersey on. I've seen him in a Lakers jersey. He left the Patriots fucking Super Bowl against Atlanta at halftime. Mark Wahlberg is the biggest cunt fucking from Boston who pretends to be from Boston. Okay. Let me, let me ask you about two Anything? guys who you might hate more Sorry. than uh, Mark Wahlberg. Let me, I'm gonna That's going to be a tough task. I'm going to make task. you choose because these are two okay. guys who have been pretty good here and pretty good on similar golf courses All right. who might be dead. Okay, who we got? Billy Horshaw or Matt McNeely? Oof. I hate Mark Wahlberg more than both of them. Okay. I got to make you pick one of those guys this week. I'm going to take McNeely. Oh God! I oh, am it's too. So gr- it's so gross to say out loud, just because he's so good from, like, putting from like inside of like ten to fifteen feet. I feel like, like, I am too. But man. we watched him a little bit. Was it? He was in a group we followed a little bit this weekend. Yeah. He, well, they were all like plus ten. He was in that. He was in the uh, the Kenny Pigman group. That's what it was. We get Pigman. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were sitting on five green. They all were yeah. miserable. Yeah, they did. There. Um, I think I'm taking. I mean, both those guys are like sub two percent. I, yeah, I, think, I guess I guess McNeely. I think McNeely's worth a click. Yeah, he's fine. B- B- Billy legitimately might be just just he's dumb. fine, man. 
He, he might be done. Like, he's not putting. The irons are garbage. Off the tee, he doesn't know where And then and what's going to happen is he's going to win some tough event at fucking 80 to 1, because that's what he does. Yeah. Like, maybe he uh, repeats in Memorial like he did last year. <sighs> no shot. Please I can't believe that happen. stupid thing. I don't think I had a bet at Aaron Wise that week, too. Yeah, no that's, shit. That's really un- upsetting. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hayden Buckley had a good showing last week, but he's chalky. Yeah, uber chalky. Uh, anything around him? I mean, I probably... <laughs> This is gross. I think I'd rather take Ryan Palmer at half the ownership than Hayden Buckley. Absolutely, man. Fucking me and Cam were talking about it, man. Listen, it's in Texas, 7,200, sub 10%. Fucking played good at the Byron, played good at Wells. He's 110 to 1 as well. Like, yeah, yeah fuck, give me Ryan Palmer in fucking Texas. Absolutely. All right. How about a 2% SH Kim? Mm, you doing that? I don't know enough about him. Okay. Like, I don't know what he does. He has you know only I mean? missed. He has played in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 events. He's only missed a cut in three of them. Yeah, that's fine. But 7,200 bucks for 2%. And he's shown. I'd rather get different somewhere else. T15 of Valero, T24 in Mexico. At Valero, that's true. T12 at Valspar. What do you do T12 at Sony. T45 at Valspar. Okay, now I'm good. Okay. Well, Eric Cole. He's, he's, a little uh, he's popular. I don't care. I'm just asking your opinion on I mean, J.D. Green's been looking good. He's good right. at the comp courses. Yep. Iron plays look good. Grinder. Sure. I guess, I mean, look, let's go through his results. I think this is why I didn't really like him a couple of weeks ago is like, all right, so all right, so he's on a heater. 15th at PGA, yep. 23rd at Byron Nelson, cut at Quail, 5th yep. at Mexico. But before that, though, Valero. Cut, cut, T39, cut, T27, cut, second, 15th, cut, T36. So eventually it seems like there's a pattern that the gravy train ends with Eric Cole at some point. He's, fucking, he's like a 35, he's like a 35-year-old rookie, man. But like okay, well, I just I don't know. I just uh I don't know. So I guess I guess are, are you willing to bank that Eric Cole has another one in the chamber yes. when you're joining when you are one of eight people also on the Eric Cole train in your DFS contest. Uh, I guess we put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. One of eight. Yeah. I'd rather skip. it. Okay. I'm definitely, I'm definitely betting him outright and not outright uh, top, for a top 20. Okay. Um, what happened to all the love for Sam Stevens? Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you about. Um, I don't know. It's kind of going the wrong direction, right? Miscut at RBC 47th. Wells, 34th, AT&T, 72nd at, at, at PGA. Go back to him. I mean. Yeah, yeah that's fine. No, I mean. the, he's, the he's overall, good with his irons. Yeah, yeah overall, iron, the iron number solid. still look okay. Off the tee, he still looks okay. The putter has just been off. I think I like, ne- I think I like Neesmith better underneath him. You like Neesmith or better. Okay. Yeah. I mean. More steady. More steady. For a 7,100 play, I he, want a little Is Neesmith more steady? Yes, he's way more steady. Okay, you know what? All right, fine. I, I was trying to think because I had to bet on him at the, at the Byron Nelson. I can't remember if I cashed up, but I did. I had a top 40 and I cashed. Yeah. All right, so yeah, fourth. Steady. At, okay. All right, I can get behind that. What's his ownership right now? Less Six. than Sam Stevens. Yeah. All right, so all right, so then I guess I'd rather have Neesmith and S.H. Kim and Sam Stevens. And even like he's. Palmer, a, come on. Stick with Palmer. Well, no, and Palmer and Sepp Straka, who's still, 
I mean, his ownership isn't out of control. I think Sepstrock no, is a better player than all these guys. Absolutely. No and I'd rather go Sepstrock, all those guys over 14% Eric Cole, 14% Hayden Buckley. Perfectly fair. Perfectly fair. No all argument. Right. Zero. All right. Anybody else? Or can we uh, go down to the sixes? Let's go down to the sixes. All right, so mega chalk down here, Ben Martin. Oh boy, yeah. Akshay. Oh yeah. boy, you guys are going to do that again? Yep, they're going to do it. All right, do you need me thirteen percent? Thirteen percent. Hey, do you need me go through that spiel again with him? Nope. Uh, might only be able to do it on pass bottom. Yep. Okay, that's Agreed. that's my warning. You can get Nick Hattie at sub half a percent ownership at the same price. Yeah, I know. What's, Seriously, uh, think about that, dude. What, so at Valero, he was twenty eighth. What did he do? With, what did he do? With, uh, has he played Valspar? Let's take a look. How about uh, how about Austin Eckroyd half the ownership in auction? Fuck yeah, I mean, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. He just almost, you know, he was in the mix at uh. Well, he missed a cut at Valspar. Yeah, he was just in the mix at Byron Nelson, yep. fifth at Corrales. Love it. Sure, twelfth at twelfth at Wiley Comp Course. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm cool with that. Dylon Wu is fucking Uber Chalk. Could do that. I'll throw out a name for you. Yeah. Actually, let me see what the ownership is first on him. All right, cool. 1.8% owned. Right. Andrew Novak. Okay. Okay. 6,400. All right. I had him stod. All right. I had him stod. Yeah. So you're mentioning somebody sub. 6,500 that I already had started. So he's only missed three. Ninth at Valero. He's only missed three cuts this year. T20 at Pebble, T12 at Sony, ninth at Valero, T27 at Valspar, T29 at Honda. Like all these courses Mm. I look at. Love it. That's that's a name. Love it. That's a name. There you go. Sub 2% Andrew Novak. You you know what makes me super sad? Is Cass and Young. The guy I know. Guy we're interviewing tomorrow is looking at nine percent at sixty three hundred, which is oh, absolutely bullshit. Well, because you I'm know what, he, he did too. He did too well this week. He did too. He, good did this too, week. he, he only should have won by four and yeah. medaled at his uh, uh, U.S. Open qualifier, and not exactly. the seven or eight that he uh, blew out the field with. It's so annoying. I was like, oh, fucking sweet. No, <laughs> no, fucking. Right. I'm Probably. still gonna fuck him. I'm still gonna fucking play him. You know, betting them top twenty. Well, top you know what? You know what you should do. Yeah, Carson Young's positional. Yeah, yeah. DFS. Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Yeah, if you want the feel good story, we there. Sp- we support our boy, man. Okay. Uh, anybody else Cam's, down here? Cam's crush. No, absolutely not. Oh, actually, timeout. No. Um, what about going back to Jimmy Walker? <laughs> you do that. How about uh? How about this? How about uh? Our boy Ches Reby. Yeah, I looked at him. I don't know. He played safe. surprisingly well at Oak Hill. Agreed. T40, Agreed. T11, Harbortown, yeah. T6 of Valero, T49, Mexico. Yeah. What's his ownership? It's uh, it's it's higher, it's, it's, higher it's, than it's, kind of, it's kind yeah. of high. Yeah, it's like five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or you can go to Michael Block. <laughs> I could go to Michael Block. Uh, I think uh, Golf Trigger would have a. Uh, uh, where be that? All right. Uh, Kevin Streelman is sub 2%. He's been hitting the ball okay lately. I know you don't like him, but uh, T18 of Quail. He's yeah, made the cut in four of his last five. T27 of Valspar. That's not terrible. Cam's commenting in here. Oh, he is? I don't see him. Yeah. 
Oh, see oh, 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 the bullet. There you go. Out here. All right. Five. Right. Well, I think that's. So we'll uh, see how that works out for you, bud. Yeah. I told him no. No more Cam Champ. Okay. All right. All right well, else? there you go. Uh, you wanted to go to bed early. So uh, that's short and sweet. We kept it to 40 minutes. Yep. Fucking miracle. There you go. Uh, any closing thoughts before we get out of here? No. Uh, once again, Steve, thanks for a fucking great time up in Rochester. And uh, yeah, I got we got the Cass and Young interview tomorrow. Uh, with me and Cam will be interviewing uh, his, uh, his new favorite celebrity. And uh, I'll be on BK's show. And then I'm going to make Steve stay up late. We'll be doing a show, uh, Outright Big Show, about the same time tomorrow night. So yeah, other than that, Steve, you got anything else? Nope, that's it. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah, go listen to uh, Andy's uh, show with Steve. Um, it's probably on your podcast feed by now. If not, before you go to bed, listen to it in the morning, right after you listen to us. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Boston underscore Cabin. You can find Steve in our Discord channel. And uh, yeah, fucking uh, let's go, baby. <laughs> it's fucking another week. Let's go. Let's go.